The following is an archive podcast presented by the Branson and Hudson Foundation for Podcast Recovery. This podcast is entitled Good Morning Three Pumpkins. It is the first and only episode of the podcast. Welcome Good to morning, Three one. Pumpkins. It's 9 a.m. in California, and you know what that means. We're coming at you live from our cozy Three Pumpkins studio to kickstart your morning with upbeat babble and maybe just a tipple of champagne. As always, I'm Bobo Tabasco, here with my co-host, Leo Caprese. Normally, we have a variety of segments, you know, the weather, some feel-good fluff pieces, whipping nickels at the audience. But today, we're going to do a full hour of paid advertainment for a man with some really interesting ideas. I mean, this guy is as fringe as it gets. Ozzy Osbourne said his ideas were a little batty. And we're excited to give him a massive audience with no strings attached. So let's pour another mimosa and give a big three pumpkins hello to True Goodwin. Now, True, I hear you've got some wild ideas. That's wild! <laughs> you know, I guess to some people they may be wild, you know, but I've been operating in this sphere, uh, you know, operating in my new diet and whatnot, working at it at my foundation, you know, for a couple of years now. So to me, you know, it, it actually gets a little bit boring, but, uh, uh, you know, anything to get somebody's attention, you know, that's the whole point of this. Well, true. Leto here. We're happy to have you on this morning. Finally, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow said your ideas were a little goopy. What do you think is the consistency of your ideas on a scale from dry to goopy? Oh, well, you know, I will admit, you know, uh, there is a little bit of goopiness involved. Uh, you know, this is dirty eating. It is the opposite of clean eating. The oh. general consensus of dirty eating is that, listen, clean eating's well and good. You're going to get your little cherry tomatoes. You're going to make yourself a little salad, do bright food, do a lot of protein, a lot of stuff you cook yourself. However, you know, I'm looking at how things kind of roll out. Why do so many people have allergies now that they didn't have before? Why is there a rise in autism? We don't know where these things come from, but we do know this. Rich kids tend to have more allergies than poor kids. And I've noticed a lot of anecdotal evidence over the years of people living a fringe lifestyle close to the edge, eating food where they can find it, tend to have more robust and more healthy immune systems. Oh, see, oh. a lot of people don't think about your immune system when you're talking about food. You think you're supposed to eat all this clean food and your body processes it, but that's not the realism of the situation. For millions of years, our bodies are used to eating things that are now considered gross or dirty. Well, you know, some of the examples of that would be trash, raw meat, mushrooms off the forest floor, leaves, stuff that people look down upon for eating now. But back then, it was very normal to eat a little bit of trash, you know, and I think it's going to help a lot of people's gut biome. Now, when most people think of fine dining, they don't think of poo poo and pee pee. <laughs> but you're trying to change all of that, aren't you? Well, you know, I never like to lead with that. It sounds a little strange to most people to have a little bit of poo-poo or a little bit of pee-pee. But what we've found is that feces from the right individual can ha offer health 
benefits that you can't really get from anything else. You know, a lot of people get afraid of either vaccines or injections or modern medicine. And in a lot of ways, this offers the same thing. You're getting uh, exposed to a whole new consortium of bacteria, viruses, waste, proteins, uric acid, things that your body knows what to do with. You know, when you talk about aspartame, there's no analog for that in nature, but people still love drinking their Diet Cokes, right? We avoid all of that. Only full sugar sodas, only trash, only things that, you know, give your immune system something to do. Because what happens if you don't give your immune system anything to do, it'll start attacking regular healthy cells. We're going to keep our immune systems busy with lots of trash, lots of bacteria. And overall... You're going to love the health benefits from that. So it sounds a bit like kombucha. <laughs> I suppose so. Kombucha would be something that would fit right in. You know, the only difference is I'm going to find the high acidic content of kombucha often, you know, for kombucha, they want to kill a lot of those bacteria that aren't, you know, considered good. And we don't want the good bacteria, right? We don't want the goody two-shoe bacteria in the Letterman jacket. We want the bacteria in the leather jacket. We want uh-huh. the bacteria that has, you know, scratches up and down their arms. We want the bacteria that wears, you know, Nike shocks and well, no socks. H- how can I tell what kind of jacket my bacteria is wearing? Well, how do you source your food? For example, what did you eat for lunch today, Bobo? Well, I suppose I just had a, a pack of Ritz crackers. Well, it's only 9 a.m. Well, what did <laughs> you have for breakfast today, Alito? Um, I had three mimosas. Well, let's look at it this way. Alcohol's in a mimosa, so... You've been drinking, which congratulations in the morning. That is something. And orange juice is acidic. Exactly. What we're finding is the high sugar content of the orange juice is going to almost act as an internal ceviche in your stomach, cooking all that bacteria, so all that waste what out. That's not what, what I'm we getting. Want. I'm I'm starting to see it. I think so. That normally that native gut flora in your belly is going to suppress. Other bacteria that is in a lot of us, like E. coli, but you want the E. coli to flourish? Exactly. I want the E. coli to flourish. I want it to flourish for a very specific reason. If there isn't any E. coli in your body, exactly what is your immune system doing? If it's just sitting there like a fat security guard getting lazy on the clock, then the second there's going to be a shoplifter at, say, a Marshalls or a Ross Dress for Less, you know, the shoplifter is going to grab it and run out. However, you look at a place like Ross Dress for Less where people are constantly shoplifting. They have some of the most primed and ready security guards that there are muscular guys ready to run, ready for action. That kind of discipline can only come in a closed system where they're constantly being exposed to threats. Your body's the exact same way. You know, Ozzy Osbourne said that your ideas were a little baddie. Is he right? <laughs> you know, he just might be. You know, I you know, I don't want to go back and forth with celebrities and who said what. You know, I do respect Ozzy Osbourne, you know, for a lot of ways famously did not eat clean. Um, but, you know, he's an old man, and sometimes people get a little bit, uh, you know, I don't want to be rude, but stubborn in their thoughts. I propose something new and, you know, a little strange. I will admit it's a little strange. People kind of go, you know, 
you know, they'll walk up to me, especially after shows like this. They'll go, do you really eat poop? You know, do you really eat pee? And I go, you can have a little bit of poop and pee. You don't even have to taste it. I don't know why people think, like, you have to taste it. You know, most of our, you know, uh, uh, you know, poo bacteria treatments, you know, they're going to be wrapped up in a little plastic capsule, you know, kind of like, you know, some pill or something like that. In your stomach, that's where your stomach naturally acid will naturally get out the poop and naturally start working with the ingredients within the poop. You know, sometimes that works in a, you know, we don't break down the pill until it gets to the lower intestine. And then it's able to flourish within all of that biome. It's able to create new bacteria that spreads all throughout your intestines and is better equipped at processing strange food as well as, you know, making sure that your immune system stays active. You know, some people are calling dirty eating a fad diet. Can you spin that to make it sound good instead? Uh, you know, the fad diet label, you know, is anytime you come up with a new diet, it's always going to be something, you know, people initially think it's a flash in the pan. Look at something like Atkins. People thought Atkins was very strange when it came out. You know, you're telling me all I can do is eat eggs and, and chicken and, you know, hamburger meat as long as I don't eat any bread and I'll lose weight. People thought that was so strange. Now you have all sorts of celebrity endorsements going for Atkins. You know, I imagine the same thing is going to be for eating dirty in a couple years. We're going to have Rob Lowe on TV, you know, showing us, you know, drinking a little pee. We're going to have Lady Gaga, you know, at the Met Gala showing off her lunch of a little, you know, piece of poop in a capsule. You know, we're going to have John Voight rolling up a newspaper and eating it. That's just what we're going to see. In, in my opinion, I truly believe in this product. You know, now, Oh, go ahead. Well, I, I just wanted to uh, bring up another accusation that I heard recently. Um, Edward A. Green, who designed Coney Island's famous Loop the Loop roller coaster in 1901, said your ideas are a little bit loopy. How do you handle that allegation? <laughs> wow, you guys really do your research here, huh? I see, you know, the champagne glasses. You guys are tippling back and forth. You mind if I get one of those? I like to have oh, fun, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. These are oh. our famous uh, Caprice on Mimosas, actually. Oh, wow. These are delightful. And and to address, you know, the... the Would you like a little bit of bugs in yours? <laughs> <laughs> I carry my own with me in my pocket. You're kidding. Just be careful. Oh, you, you really might, do. You know, we're going to really do, do. do a cooking segment later, and trust me, you'll get your fill. <laughs> But to address the allegations that I'm loopy, um, you know, I would say to him, you know, I bet you think eating clean is a good thing. You know, dark green juices, smoothies with jungle berries in them, clean cross sections of sterile chicken breast. You know, what could go wrong? I'm sure he reads labels, avoids processed foods, looks out for seed oils, but uh, he probably still constantly has a stomach ache. And let me turn this around on you guys, oh, Leo heavens. and Bobo here. Let me ask you, both of you, right now, does your stomach hurt? Well, uh, yes. I mean, I've had like five mimosas this but morning. Mine hurts so every morning. I, I'm, I'm well on my way to not feeling anything. This is normal for me, though. Yeah. All right. Uh, is your number twos all weird? Well, what's weird? How would you constitute weird? You know, like if you're like if you're like painting the bowl or if you're like, you know, it's all liquid or something and it's like running along the side. That's not weird, that's just normal. Well, that's normal for you. You don't have any oh. any logs, any 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 firm logs. Uh I don't think I've had one of those since I was like 27. Okay. Okay. All right. 
And th- and trust me, this is leading somewhere. Now, now, do either of you have a headache right now? Well, again, I'm no. well on my way to not feeling anything. Well, congratulations. I have prescription for my migraines. Oh, okay. Need a prescription. Interesting. All right. Is your nose running? No. Is your nose bleeding? A little mm, bit. No. Are you hungover? Well, it's sort of a, a hair of the dog situation, I think. Do you ever get mud butt? What, what is that? Uh, mud butt's a condition that people will suffer from when going number two, in which the intended goal of the feces escaping from the asshole and falling into the toilet water is prevented due to the cakey nature of the feces, and the feces get kind of clamped around its asshole or whoever's crapping's asshole. But I'm sorry, I know we're on <laughs> daytime TV butthole. Oh no, it's okay. Uh, well, it's, you you're sound like, like a doctor, doctor right now saying that. Oh, yeah, thank you very much. I, I, you know, I'd like to say I'm a hundred percent not a doctor i am oh you had me regular (laughs) well i am wearing you know a doctor's coat but you know that was actually your producer's idea said i look more professional slide if you were to get naked on camera right now just to demonstrate certain things we would have to allow it (laughs) well you know maybe we're a little you know i'll maybe i'll wait till a little closer to the end of the segment before i start getting naked the studio's a little little bit chilly (laughs) you know do any of you ever get bow-legged I don't know what that means. When you kind of walk like Jeff Foxworthy, it's kind of like an Is that like legs, a baby calf being birthed when it yeah, tries to walk? You know, kind of looking like you've been riding a horse for all of your life. Oh. Do you have asthma? I smoke cigarettes every now and then. Now, my final question, this is the last question I'm going to ask you guys, I promise, so you can stop looking nervous. Are you dumb? A little bit, maybe, but who isn't these days? I would say it adds to my charm. Uh, you know, I would say looking at all these, you know, my stomach doesn't hurt. My number twos are normal. I never get headaches. My nose doesn't bleed. I haven't been sick in two years since I started the diet. Oh, my God. I, I never get mud, butt. it falls right out. I don't even have to wipe. Not bow-legged. I have no trouble breathing, and I'm the smartest person I know. And why do you think that is? Why do you think that is? If I'm eating all this trash, eating all these irrational things, according to other people, why do I feel so well, good? Maybe you won the genetic genetics, lottery. Maybe. Yeah, I think it's genetics. You know, you would you know, you wouldn't have said I would have hit the genetic lottery three years ago. You would have seen me on the street in front of Panera Bread. You know, having a gluten allergy, holding my stomach. Oh, my, my God. The, the, the pollen. My eyes are watering. My nose I'm so is so sorry that happened to you. You know, my, my scabs. You know, I don't even have a chance to pick them. They fall off before I even have a chance to pick them. I can't breathe. If it's sun's out, I'm sweating. I, I was a mess. And I was doing everything that I thought I supposed to do. I was eating Wait, is clean. it not normal to sweat when you're out in the hot sun? No, sweating is your body crying. If oh my you are God. sweating, you are not operating at peak efficiency. I mean, I look at, you know, one of the guys I started the Gun Institute with, the Gun Center, and that is uh, Rat Masterson. Rat Masterson's out all day on the street. He's up and down Skid Row, never sweats, never bleeds. I mean, he's got the scabs, but that's on purpose. He's cultivating the scabs for the dirty eating diet. This is a man that seems seemingly is bulletproof. He's never sick. He's never quite well. He navigates this sort of line that kind of guarantees him this sort of quasi-immortality. Um, now, your guy have all your litany of problems. I think you really would benefit 
from some of this dirty eating. I really do. I really well, do. I'm interested, but what would you say to a common male cuckoo bird whose iconic two-note vocalization led to the coinage of the term cuckoo, who thinks your ideas are, well, a little bit cuckoo. <laughs> well, you know, you can't win everybody. And, and, and I would say, you know, in regards to that, I would say, you know, follow the money. A uh, cuckoo bird, of course the cuckoo bird isn't going to like the dirty eating diet because partially because I advocate for the digestion of non-typical birds, atypical birds. I'm talking cuckoo birds. I'm talking pigeons. I am talking, you know, cardinals, sparrows, any bird you can really get your hands on. Um, Anything with a gizzard, right? (laughs) uh, Yeah. Wild turkeys. And I'm not talking about the brown liquor, you know, all of that is something that's really going to contribute and help your gut biome. Wait, you're not talking about the brown liquor? Are we not allowed to have alcohol? No, you're allowed to have... In fact, you are encouraged to have alcohol. Okay, then why weren't you talking about the brown liquor, I guess? Well, because, you know, you don't want to... I was talking specifically about eating birds. So you're allowed to eat, drink wild turkey or any... You know, in fact, typically we advocate for people that are going through dirty eating to eat a, uh, you know, lesser degree of alcohol. I'm talking, you know, Boone's Farm wine... I'm talking Old Crow whiskey. I'm talking pop-off vodka. Maybe at most, you know, mixed with, uh, you know, a heavy soda, you know, like a Pib Extra. Mad Dog 2020. Mad Dog 2020 be a great example. Night Train Fortified Wine. um, Any kind of four loco derivative product. Those are all encouraged. And those, you know, all contribute you know, to the stomach pains. Well, to what about the a, kind what about a slurry of like Bailey's and Aperol and vermouth? That would be a hundred percent within the dirty eating diet. Uh, oh. Bailey's, in particular, being you know a milk or dairy based alcohol, is really what we try to focus on and encourage. Um, that certain combination of alcohol and those milk fats really creates a, a sort of explosive condition in your stomach. Wow, I know what you mean. Have you ever had tequila rose and Gatorade? Oh yes, yes, tequila rose and Gatorade. You know, Gatorade. I want to shy from a little bit. You know, it's the salts and Gatorade. The salts are are usually uh, 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 negative because they combat a lot of the bacterial growth that's going to go on in your stomach. Like I like to say, just because you eat a piece of moldy bread doesn't mean the mold is done with its yeah, job. Yeah, bacteria want sugar instead. You yeah, want right. the mold uh, what do in you your think? stomach to really flourish. So it says here that Brian Wilson said your ideas sound a bit schizophrenic. <laughs> well, you know, you can't impress everybody. And, you know, I will give a shout out to Brian Wilson. You know, I do uh, uh, respect the man. And um, I'll just say a lot of people thought, you know, a lot of his ideas were strange. Well, you could probably find a lot of strange things to eat at the beach. And, and well, you, you know, know who else had strange ideas? If, 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 who? A guy had long hair. Made an album called Pets. Oh, I'm sorry. That was already talking about Brian Wilson. I would say Brian Yeah, you know, Wilson if I movie. may address uh, Mr. Wilson's comments, I think that the Wouldn't It Be Nice singer should uh, reconsider because he might pick up some good vibrations from bad eating, if you know what I mean. I know exactly, exactly what you mean. I know. I know you know. I'm just saying that I know and that you know and... uh 
You know, I just, I'm so glad you guys invited me to kind of have a platform to talk about my ideas and really the dirty eating movement. Um, you know, we have great things going on. My, my, you know, we, if you're listening to this and you're intrigued, uh, just go to theguntcenter.com or check out our address within Glendale. Um, we're doing crazy things at the Gunt Center. I mean, our, 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 we're so booked now. We're trying to get more and more staff in so we can make more space, you know, to get these treatments for people. Uh, um, and you know what? We're, you know, all these celebrities are kind of saying negative things. Of course, the celebrities that are attending the Gunt Center, of course, are not going to be giving comments yet. You know, we have a lot of celebrity endorsements. They just, they don't want to come out and say it yet because, you know, people think of these Hollywood types as, uh, you, you know, you guys are, you know, a little bit of Hollywood centric. Oh, I see your veneers. <laughs> you guys look great. Come you guys are nice on. and tan. You have nice white. Teeth. True. True. Come on. You guys, please. I'm, Thank I'm you, sure though. you have agents <laughs> and I'm sure you'd be familiar with, you know, yeah, you know, a lot of times when somebody comes out and advocates for something new, they're worried about, you know, getting canceled or something like that. And, and I will admit, we do have some strange ideas. We have some ideas towards health where we sort of encourage negative health outcomes as a way of bodybuilding our immune system, so to speak. So, yeah, of course, you know, some of our celebrity guests like, you know, Lady Gaga or Ratatouille are not going to come Voight. out and say anything publicly. Yes, John Voight's been a huge supporter of our organization. And, you know, John Voight, he's always telling me at the Gunt Center, he's like, this is great. I feel better than I ever felt. But, you know, don't let my name come out of your lips or I will have to do what I think has to be done in order to protect my reputation. I mean, and I, I looked him right in the eye. I said, John... I would never mention your name being associated with the dirty mo eating movement on TV. And you know what? Ever since then, we've had a complete understanding. You know, I hate to do this to you, but Dolly Parton does not like you. Well. She does not like <laughs> you at all. And in fact, yeah, she called well. you a dickhead at the Source Awards. And uh, what was she doing there? Well, I think she was there as Tony Yayo's date. Oh, that's interesting. And thank you for the context of explaining why Dolly Parton was at the Source <laughs> Awards for uh, uh, you know giving me that chance to respond. Look, I love Tony Yayo. I love Dolly Parton. And what I'd say to Dolly is, you know, I'm just like you. I'm here working nine to five. I'm rolling up armadillo meat in a newspaper and eating it like it's flautas. I'm doing that. I'm doing this from nine to five. I'm checking in and checking out just like you did, you know. I, I, you know, the only thing I'll say is, I guess I wish Dolly would leave me alone. <laughs> you know, G-Unit mainstay and Dolly Parton's on-again, off-again beau, Tony Yayo, said you must have been snorting something when you came up with your ideas. <laughs> well, you know, I'm going to be honest. I cannot, um, uh, you know, I cannot deny that one. Um. You know, Lloyd yes, Banks I was. said that your ideas, you cannot take them to the bank. <laughs> that one, I will, you know, the Gunt Center has never been more successful. But I will 50 say something cents about that your ideas are only worth 50 cents. You guys really reached out to a lot of celebrities for this <laughs> California <laughs> morning news show uh, infotainment commercial. Yeah, I'm We're really impressed. The facts. I, 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 you know, there's been, a, I guess I've been talked about a lot more than Lloyd I know. Lloyd Banks says his diet sounds like it's for busters. 
you know, I, I'll say this, you know, to Lloyd Banks. A lot of the allegations he has against me are false, but I was sniffing something when I came up with the dirty eating movement. You know, I was at one of my lowest points, you know. Uh, you know, I got fired from my job. I'm hub, you know, you know, hobbling around town. I don't know where my next meal's going to come from. And yes, I was sniffing a little bit of cocaine at the time. But I will say this. Lots of successful people have done cocaine. I've hung out with them, you know, I've read their articles, and uh, I've seen their movies. So I would say that, you know, I would think it would be a small-minded person to think that just because somebody, you know, has had um, struggles with drugs that all of a sudden all of their ideas about eating is, you know, I can't talk about it. You know, well, I can't make a diet just because I sniff cocaine. The game said that you have no game, and Young Buck said your ideas don't sound like they make bucks. Well, I, you know, I, 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 well, Bubba, why don't you read what else any other celebrities said really quick so you can move on to the next segment? <laughs> well, here's the thing uh, Google claims that there's a guy in G Unit named Mike Knox. And he okay. Your ideas, uh, they don't knock. Okay. Well, you can't impress everybody. He, <laughs> you can't knock his diet if you haven't tried it. Uh, that's a fair point. I wish Mike Knox had said that instead, well, you know. Did anyone else say anything else, Bobo? Well, you have all the cards well, in your hand. I can't Barack read Barack Obama did call your ideas abominable, and he didn't mean it in a good way. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, yeah. Why would he say that? It's like has his name in it. Yeah, I don't know why he's disparaging his own name, sort of, but I thought it was mm-hmm. pretty clever. I mean, it says it there on the card, so it must be true. You know, I, you know I'll say, you know, you know yeah, I'm not going to respond negatively to a former president. I just wish he was present for me to help him assist his eating and i know he's a lifelong smoker so he's already halfway there on the dirty eating diet you gotta get oh, your pack there's in some a common day. ground between you guys right there in the food group the very at the bottom you gotta get in your pack a day well what would you say to michelle obama who called your ideas an abomination it wasn't clear what she meant by that but it didn't sound good you know, I, I I would imagine that Michelle Obama would probably, you know, go along with her beau, <laughs> Barack, and, uh, you know, go ahead and slander me. And, and, you know, I just want people to keep an open mind. Give me a second to convince you uh, of my interesting ideas. You know, th- these ideas, they are interesting, you have to admit, even if you don't believe in them, that, you know, what I'm saying is pretty good. It's well, good. what would you it's say to Donald Duck, who... Uh, he said that you sound like a quack, and uh, he knows a thing or two about quack. Well, you you know you're going. Uh, I, you're not even reading the cue cards anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, Donald Duck. I I will. You know, I'll say this about Donald. Duck. He just texted me that. I I just don't feel like any fictional characters. You know, should be. You know, a cartoon doesn't really eat. You know, uh, Donald Duck at point, you know, has eaten. Well, I'm thinking of Daffy. Daffy is Daffy Duck has eaten whole bombs and then he farts. Well, don't you explosion. can't hold that against Donald Duck. You can't hold that against him. Uh, you know, I won't. But, you know, I won't take a man who's stealing valor by wearing a sailor's uniform. And uh, I'm just seeing here on Twitter. Sora says that your ideas sound a bit goofy. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Sure that Sora wait, said did that. Sora say that? Hold on. Check Why didn't Goofy Sora say that? that? Well, Goofy isn't going to say about himself. He's not like Obama. <laughs> I guess not. I just, I just tell you to have it in your key. You can get him heart to give me a chance. Oh, wow. What a oh. stunning rebuke. <laughs> well, 
People are saying this is a fad diet. I mean, that's true. It's a fan you know, right now. Ozzy Osbourne said that your ideas sound kind of bad. <laughs> we already, yeah, we already went over this. <laughs> we established yeah, we already, that. But yeah. I just wanted to remind you. All right. Well, let's move on. Well, yeah, no, one no, more card no. there. Yeah, actually, acclaimed yeah, one white more supremacist, card there. Acclaimed white supremacist David Duke called your ideas crazy with three Ks. What do you think you about know, that? Well, you know, much respect to the Grand Wizard, but, uh, you know, I'm not with you here, bud. You know, um, I, I I don't think there's anything crazy about, you know, eating roadkill, about eating stuff you find in the woods. I don't think there's anything crazy about making a salad that's mostly leaves. I think that if you really engage in this atypical diet, you're going to notice real results. So to David Duke, you know, I implore you, come to the gun setter. We'll get you a treatment. Um we're going to do some x-rays with some of our best drawers who are going to draw exactly what's happening in your stomach after looking at your stomach and putting their hand on it. They're going to show you the tough bacteria. They're going to show you the menacing bacteria. And you can make your own decisions from there. I'll leave it at that. Well, uh, actor Patrick Swayze said that your ideas seem a little crazy. All right. I think we did that one. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I, I want to go through about some of the problems that are existing. It's easy to trash on something new, but clean eating hasn't solved any problems. People are having more asthma, more allergies than ever. You know, in the last 20 years, peanut allergies are new. Strawberries, nobody used to be allergic to those. Autistic guys are new. They're doing all kinds of crazy things in the realms of fan fiction and science. These things that are cropping up are atypical. We keep looking for solutions to a problem that's already been solved. I mean, you look during the Great Depression and people didn't have problems going to the bathroom. People didn't have problems with allergies. People could eat little bits of wood and digest it and get calories. People from used it. to live on leather strips. People used to just chew on leather all day. You know, people used to eat shoes, boil them and eat them. You know, there's all kinds of, you know, things that we have lost. And, and whether that's from, you know, more, you know, pollution or whatnot, I, I, I think that, you know, we're only doing ourselves a favor by immersing ourselves into a more polluted atmosphere by eating lead. Even that lead isn't dangerous to children. Did you know that lead gets stored in the bones and gets released when you're old? Oh. You know, when you're old, there'll probably be technology that can solve that specific malady. I say there's no problem with exposing children to lead-based paint. There's no problem exposing children to asbestos. These are things that are going to stress test your child's immune system and get them ready for school. You know, a lot of times people notice when they first put their kids into preschool or elementary school that their kids will start getting sick all of the time. Parents that have their children on the dirty eating diet, who are making kids eat their own dirty diapers, who are not giving them baby food, but giving them stuff from 7-Eleven, their children don't get sick when they first go to school. They just don't. They just don't. You know? So well, I, that's what I'm advocating. So I read your book, which is about eight pages long, 
Um, it's the longest thing I've read in my adult life. And um, you made an interesting point that our ancestors, what did they eat before food existed? They just ate stuff, right? Like now, dirt which, and trash and stuff. Which book are you referring to? Because the first one was the Dirty Diaper Diet. But so far, the, you know, the, 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 the Dirty Eating Manifesto is the most recent one. So which one are you? Because they were both about eight pages long. Um, you know, I, it's in one ear out the other. I just do not remember anything about that book except the one fact I just said. Well, it was eight I pages had long, a few so you can familiarize with yourself I pretty quick. It. Well, when did you read well, it? This it took morning? me, no, it took me four months to read. I'm uh, a slow let reader. Me, let me, let me ask you guys this. What if you had to guess, what is your BAC right now? Mm. Uh, like 500. Oh, wow. Okay. I think about, is about, that right? About fifty percent. My my producer's shaking his head. David, come on. About fifty percent. You know that would be. Well, champagne doesn't I, give you like it doesn't make you like drunk. You know. Okay. So that's so that's good. an intro. Okay. Well, you guys, I, you know, I'm not the only one with some interesting ideas. I guess. What if you're to take some champagne and like put some mud in it? Would that count? Yes. Okay. All of the bacteria, all of the silt, all of the you know, uh, sort of excess carbon products that are within the silica and all that stuff, all of that, your body knows how to process it. It runs up and down your intestines. It helps scrub it clean. Dirt, actually, just even a handful of dirt. And I'm just going to say this. I'm not talking about any dirt you can find in your own backyard. I usually want a nutrient-rich, dark brown sort of silt, maybe at the bottom of, you know, some stagnant water or something like that. You eat a little bit against that. Your intestines will push that dirt through your intestines almost as a scrub brush, clearing out all of the old trapped fibers, all of the old trapped viscera within your immune system, within your guts. And it's going to clean it all out. Oftentimes, just from eating probably a spoonful of dark earth, you know, you'll have a number two and you'll see stuff in your number two that you haven't seen in years. We're talking coins, we're talking car keys, we're talking anything you might accidentally ingest. Gum, you know, it's usually the number one thing is it'll remove all of the gum from your intestines. So when you well, have that number two, it'll almost look like, you know, when they when they when they, when they empty the contents of a shark's stomach it looks exactly like that. You know, while we're on the subject of eating dirt and mud, a puddle of mud singer Wes Scantland knows a thing or two about mud. And well, he thinks that your thought process might be a little blurry, like his 2001 hit single blurry. You know, I would just say this about Puddle of Mud is that she fucking hates me. And I'm not going to go in and have... Who who are you talking about? uh, uh, Puddle of Mud. Yeah? I'm speaking about the band as if it's a ship. Yeah, but who is she? she, uh, The band Puddle of Mud. Uh, uh, The band identifies as female. Yeah, I'm saying that It's comprised of a bunch of guys. Right. She fucking hates me. So... In that instance, I'm not really worried about the criticism of a person who has gone in public and lied about me. And, you know, well, his major label debut, Come Clean, did sell over 5 million copies. You know, you can take it all away uh, when she throws it in my face. That's all I'll have to say about that. Okay. You know, I I, want to talk to you guys about how my program kind of got going. And I want to talk in particular about 
you know, probably the greatest asset we have at the Gunt Center. And I want to talk money? about my co- Would it well, be money? No. No, it's going to be my colleague, uh, Rat Oh, my Masterson. God. Rat Masterson. Uh, I started formulating this diet from observing Rat Masterson about a year and a half ago. Uh, he was a man, uh, a sprightly middle-aged man, um, who was waving a knife around outside of a Panera bread. I'm not sure why. I'm not sure if he was mad at the Panera bread. He wasn't really going after anybody in particular, just sort of generally, you know, gesticulating wildly while holding a knife. And Rat Masterson lives a crazy, crazy life, you know, um, we're talking about a man who has been a fringe character. I mean, you said that this was a fringe diet. Rat Masterson was a fringe character. You know, he, he's got some strange ideas about stuff. And, uh, you know, this guy is as fringe as it gets. He lives his life close to the edge. I want you, you know, Has Ozzy Osbourne said anything about him? No, but, you know, all these people that are coming at me, you know, <laughs> you know, just be lucky Rat Masterson isn't the one on the show right now. He'd be slicing you guys up head to toe. You know, he would be looting the whole thing. He'd be chewing on stuff, chewing on wires, probably attacking your cameraman, your director. I, I made him wait outside. He can't get in the building, so don't worry. But but I want to run you through the day-to-day life of Rat Masterson, okay? Every single day... Rat Masterson eats some trash. He has unprotected sex. He gets a bunch of new scabs through scratches and picks all of his old scabs. He drinks piss. All right. He drinks piss every day. He drinks his water straight from a river. And we're talking about the LA River. We're not talking about, you know, uh, you know, a. Uh, you know, some kind of, uh, 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 you know, uh, 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 what's that guy who did the fishing thing? A river runs through it. We're not talking about the river from a river runs through it. We're talking about a river that runs through LA and is quite tepid. All right. So not only that, Rat Masterson, Rat Masterson will smoke crack. He will eat little pieces of plastic. Oh, he wow. gets fucked. He gets fucked every single day. He gets fucked in, you know, can I say this? Sounds like by the world. Well, specifically in his butt. He gets fucked in his butt every day. You know, he says that's part of the system, which, you know, he's a little bit more of a health food nut than me, I guess. He shits outside. He drinks from stagnant water sources. Every day he eats one bug. He makes sure to eat at least one bug a day. He says it's the legs that really the legs of the bug uh, give you the most because the legs of the bugs are actually the ones out there touching all the stuff. They're crawling over the stuff. They're going oh. in the trash. They're going up and down. How you got to eat the legs of the bugs. Maybe you know, the legs want that- teach your um, little cells to run around more and be healthier. Those bug legs walked so your immune system can run. Oh my That's God. how we like to put it. That's how we like to put it. And get this doesn't even end there. Every single day, Rat Masterson gets AIDS. Every single day. Does he lose it again so he can get it again the next day? Or that's I uh, from my understanding is that every day he gets AIDS, but it doesn't stick. It doesn't stick. Oh, I've heard about that. Yeah, yeah. So every day he gets AIDS. Every day he pops a cold sore. Every day he'll try to smell a stranger's fart. And I'm talking like not like an elevator smart. Like he gets right down in there. 
you know, if you fart and you're around Rat Masterson, his nose, you will feel it tickling just right at the lower edges of your butt cheeks. He'll get right in there. He doesn't ask. You know, he's crazy. He's just, he's a health nut. Um, he pours soda on his head, pours it into his eyes, pours it in his ears, picks his ears. He chews on electric cords. He, get this, this is the craziest thing. And this is kind of one of the main things that really got me onto Rat Masterson when he was explaining some of his strange ideas. He let a rat cook him a meal. Can you imagine? Well, like Ratatouille. That's pretty common between Ratatouille exactly. and Rizzo the Rat, whose family has a restaurant in New York City. Right, Muppets Take Manhattan, two famous movies where a rat cooks a meal. And yet, we didn't listen. As the public, we did not listen to those movies and have a rat cook a meal. And I'm not talking about like an anthropomorphic rat that can like talk and has hands. This is a real rat operating a real gas grill. And it requires levers and pulleys and the food is not good. And the rat touches it the whole time. The rat rubs on it. The rat will actually stand on top of the meat, usually a chicken thigh or like a armadillo thigh or something along those lines. And will stand on the meat as it sizzles. You know, this is real direct contact. And Rat Masterson was the only one to ever do it. He was the first one to actually have rats cook for him regularly. And it's had profound, profound implications in terms of his biome. Rat Masterson has never been sick. He's oh my never God. taken he doesn't have a job, but he's never taken a day off of work. And in, in, well, it's in pretty 10 easy years. when you don't have a job. Yeah, but if he had a job, he said he wouldn't have taken a day off of it. Oh my god, that's and insane. It's insane. He hasn't gotten sick, he's never had to lay down, he rarely sleeps. He gets bit by a stray dog every day. I mean, even the logistics of this, it's a full schedule. He doesn't have time to work. Well, has he ever been to a doctor? No, he does not believe in that. Then how does he know he have AIDS? How does he know he's healthy? It sounds like he's kind of full Well, of to it. be honest, you know, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. And, 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 you know, I took a little bit of his blood and I took it to a doctor and they're like, this guy... You know, he, you know, I don't know who this is, if it's your friend or if it's you and you're lying, but you know, this, whoever owns this blood has AIDS. And I was like, okay, well, I brought that back to Rat Masterson. And he was like, you know, doctors, they have, you know, a vested interest in keeping up the clean eating paradigm. They're always telling their patients to avoid certain things and to, you know, Get balanced nutrition. And this flies in the face of a lot of modern science. So even though the results are there, they've been afraid to put in the studies on this. You know, studies are, you're able to study this. I would say to any doctor, you're able to study this diet. You're able to look at the, the side effects and the cause and effect and see how well these people are doing after eating dirty. And they haven't done it. To me, that means one thing that they know it works. Well, they okay. know it works. My producer, Sandra, just flagged me down. She just got off the phone with Ozzy Osbourne. She was describing to him some of the things you're saying about Rat Masterson, just kind of paraphrasing some of what you've just said. And Ozzy said that that guy sounds a little batty. Well, let me get this straight. So during... Well, we said that. He said that. We know. No, he during, said that about, um, about our guest here, um, but he didn't say that about Rat Masterson until just now. Sandra just got off the phone with him. Oh, okay. It was about Rat. Okay. Well, thank you, Sandra. Well, 
I'll say this in defense of Rat Masterson. Sure, maybe Rat Masterson's a little batty, but it, when it comes to crazy, Ozzy Osbourne's the one driving the train. Oh, you know, Ozzy Osbourne once famously <laughs> sung about Iron Man, but maybe he should think more about the amount of iron in his diet. Am I right? I, think I don't know should. if iron's good or bad to you, but... It's good, but metals, metals in general are good. We're talking lead, we're talking iron, we're talking mercury. Those are good. Your body knows what to do, Those It goes mercury over here, iron over here. It knows what to do with the lead. Put it in the bones, we'll keep it safe for science later on to figure out how to get it out. You know, your body knows what to do. So just listen to your body by ignoring it. Let it do its job. We don't have to create this clean manicured existence for our food. We don't have to have everything neatly packaged in individual packaging. I mean, how much waste are we getting from fast food all over the country and the amount of wrappers, the amount of cups? It sounds we like we don't, don't have enough waste, those. right? We need to eat more waste. Well, we have landfills filling up with perfectly good food. Perfectly a landfill good is basically nutrients. a buffet is what you're saying. That is exactly what I'm saying. That even if you're looking at most of Rat Masterson's list of what he has to do a day, you know, get bit by a dog, get AIDS, eat some trash, eat the, fir- eat, you know, eat the newspaper of the day. You can find all of that at your local junkyard. So people might say, okay, well, these fad diets are usually for Hollywood types that have the resources, you know, to eat these meticulously planned meals. This is the opposite of that. This is a very egalitarian diet. Anyone can participate in this diet by going into any dumpster, by going around and licking anything that seems unsavory, licking doorknobs, putting their butt on doorknobs, touching their hands to their butt, touching their hands to their eyes after they touch their butt. All of this is free. All of this is free and attainable stuff. This sounds like what crust punks have been doing for generations. Mm -hmm. Doesn't sound like a very novel idea. Well, crust punks are kind of the forefront of this, but, you know, with crust punks, you know, they're not drinking enough soda. They're not paying for a lot of soda. They're not, you know, eating enough bugs or they're not eating enough candy to get the energy they need to digest the bug legs. You know, crust punks have a good start but they really haven't refined the system. That's our job. You know, uh, Sandra's flagging me down again. She just She's got on the off phone the fo- with somebody no, she else. She just got off the phone with Sharon Osborne, who said that Rat Masterson's ideas do not sound that baddy to her. Uh, make of that what you will. I guess it's kind of her word against his. Some he said, she said kind of thing here. I'm not sure what to make of that at all. Okay, well, you know, to Sharon Osborne, I, I would simply say that, uh, uh, you know, if she wants to have the talk, well, she's already hosting the damn show. <laughs> I don't know what that and is. She Does she a have a show called, called The Talk? You know how, like, there's The View with yeah. all those awful women? Uh-huh. There's, it, the talk's like the same. Our competitors, yeah, the talk's yes. like the same oh, thing. Is it on, yeah. like, YouTube or something? Is that on real TV? It's on, uh, 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 uh she was, uh, it was on CBS uh, hosting oh. until her termination in 2021. You know, Ozzy Osbourne, I bet he thought that was a little baddie. 
I'm just speculating. I don't know that he said that. But. Well, let's get your producer on the phone. I can see your producer's on the phone with somebody else already, telling them exactly what I just said and hoping of getting another response for them. Oh, San- so- Sandra's, Sandra is um, motioning to me. She's saying that uh, Ozzy did not want to touch that. He did not want to comment on Sharon's show and whether it was baddie or not. Uh, okay, well, you know, it's a guess, smart man right there. I guess the talk is the opposite of a bat because he loves touching those to eat them. Oh, and someone well, said that he likes our show over our competitors as well, Fox and Friends, their morning show, because he said that their show is full of a bunch of war pigs. Oh, you know, I, I, you know, what I would say is that they they might as well call that the balloon hour because all all it's about is hot air. The balloon hour, the hot air balloon hour. Ah, it'd be oh. if you could tie that back to like a specific <laughs> pop culture reference. I think I would have understood it better. Um, yeah, is Balloon Boy over there at the Fox and Friends studio? Because it uh, seems like that, it's full of hot air. Well, that's pretty good. That, let's. Uh, I'm just gonna say that. I'm just gonna use what you just said. That's what my okay. statement towards the Osborne family will be, and that just. I hope that in time, Sheridan Ozzy, you know, we will come to an understanding. And, uh, you know, it, it open invitation to them to the Gunt Center at any times, you know, any time at all. Uh, all right. Well, why don't we move on to the next segment? Oh, yeah. I understand you've prepared or we're going to prepare something. Yes, we're making dirty Lunchables today. Oh, my God. All right. So we got quite a spread in front of you guys here, as you can see. Um, I want to do a visual thing and I want to show what the actual meals would like. Anytime we talk about a diet, you know, people are always on on board until they see the food. You know, if you have Atkins or something, you're going to see all the little, you know, the high protein stuff. If you're on Weight Watchers, you're going to see that. But, you know, the most of the time people quit uh, a diet is because they can't handle the food. So we have all the food groups here. I wanted to go over the food groups of dirty eating with you guys first, and then we're going to go ahead and start making our dirty Lunchables. So you can see kind of our, our setup here. We have tons of food in every food group. Um, so I want to start here with the old food. All right. Old food in trash, sitting out. Stuff you left in your car on a hot day, oh, that's prime material, prime material. Like 100 degrees in your hot car and you left like a bunch of enchiladas in there, perfect. Also, don't forget stuff in the cold, stuff that's been in your fridge for weeks. Stuff that is undergoing like almost a second fermentation. You know when you like have some really old Mexican food and you bite it and there's like a weird vinegar taste, you're not sure where it came Mm, from? Not really, no, I usually eat it while it's still good. Try eating it while it's old. And and then I want to get rid of that verbiage as well. Still good. Because all food is still good. If you can eat it, it's good food. You know? It's almost like it's aged like a wine or a mimosa. Oh, exactly. Exactly. An aged mimosa. I love aged mimosas. So in terms of old stuff, we have some moldy bread here. That's just kind of going to tie us together. Even like, you know, a lot of times you'll say you can just scrape off the mold. We don't want to scrape off the mold. We want the mold. The mold's the whole point. In fact, that's the good we could stuff. cut around all of the bread that's not moldy because that's really not going to do anything. We could just save that to get moldy for exactly. later. Exactly. Our immune system doesn't know what to do with bread. Bread's not natural. We're used to eating grains and stuff like quinoa and, and more primitive and- for. Yeah, yeah. So we don't know what to do with bread. We know what to do with the mold. We've been eating mold forever. So we'll have that as our mold here. The next uh, 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 food group we have is bugs. So you guys can see I have an assortment here. You'll be able to pick what you want. Crickets, worms, bugs, roaches, all that stuff is good. Plenty of legs, this pile spiders. Of things over here. Are these bug livers? 
Yes, they're very, very tiny. It's actually about 500 of them on that tiny plate that's about the size oh God, of a it's penny. It's like caviar. It's exact. Well, caviar is eggs. This is liver. So it's more like liver. Oh, wow. All right. So that's our I guess bug livers section. are more like liver. And you can kind of see we have all the legs too, made sure they're all with legs. Oh, wow. Is this a, is this a whopper? Uh, like the candy. Did you just bring a, a Burger King Whopper? Well, okay. So I want you to open that Whopper and I want you to tell me what you see. Oh, wow. There's a little newt. On there's it. a little newt. Yep. There's a newt right in there. And trust me, you know, it took us a long time to get that newt in that burger. We had to tempt him a lot. The burger has been sitting out for days in the hot sun. You can even notice the bun's a little bleached white. That's just because of how much sun it's been getting. So that thing's ripe and ready to go. Oh, my, wait. What is this here? Is this a bat wing? Yes, that is a bad way. Sandra, Good Sandra, eye. get uh, Ozzy on the phone. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm sure he's going to say it's a little batty. So, Sandra, if he says that, you can just give us a nod. Okay. Yeah, so thinks it's a little batty. But I'm telling you, these wings will help your biome fly. So these bat wings, bats are notorious for being filled with viruses. They don't even have an immune system. The survival strategy for bats is to just let every virus live in its body at once and hope it doesn't mess up too much stuff. We don't want that. We're not going to so tolerate any kind of illness, any type of non-optimal functioning. And in order to do that, we're going to get our body ready by putting viruses into it. So... These viruses have acclimated to a bat. Um, I wouldn't take a person-to-person -person virus transmission, but when these viruses have adapted to a different animal, you're way more likely to conquer them. So eat this virus in these bat wings. It's going to be great. Uh, you know, a lot of people say bat soup is good. It's great. It's one of the best things you can eat to get sick and fight that sickness off. Now, should you let the bat kind of do the backstroke in that soup for a while before eating it? Uh, that would be optimal. Um, if you have a bat that cannot swim, I would just submerge it in the soup and let its little legs and wings struggle, and that would spread out all the viruses uh, uh, pretty immediately. It it's might a shame also that Ozzy Osbourne said all those things about you because it seems like you have more in common than you have different. You know, <laughs> I, I would I would like to agree. That's why Ozzy always open invitation to the Gun Center. You can meet me and Rat Masterson. We'll take his knife away. You'll be safe. Everything will work nice. Um, we have grease and bacteria as another food group here. So I have some bacteria. You can see the algae. Oh, these Petri dishes are such wonderful colors. I have colors. some pond scum here, some E. coli. We kind of use these as spreads. We'll spread them on the moldy bread. Uh, try to not touch too much of the mold. We don't want them competing and fighting against each other. We want everything to kind of coexist. Soda, of course, soda is good for us. Uh, and to me, that's like we should listen to the ancient remedies of our ancestors. When you were sick as a kid, your parents gave you Sprite. They gave you Coca-Cola. And that's because they knew they were more in touch with the earth back then. They knew that the sugars and the carbonation will get our bodies pumping. And last but not leave we have the straight up waste food group here boogers poo snot blood and puke uh hair burnt hair dirty diapers this is you know kind of the nuclear option for dirty eating uh this we want to use really sparingly so a little bit of poop again you don't have to taste the poop you can wrap it up in a little bit of newspaper puke is great uh puke is really good it gets a whole different other kind of system what about cat puke Cat puke would work. Uh, cat puke is not going to really work in terms of your own puke that's already sitting inside your stomach. It's going to clash with it, and your body's going to digest it and react to it as if it is a foreign invader. Human 
puke really is just kind of redundant. And, you know, uh, it might be beneficial. Like if you were to eat Rat Masterson's puke, that'd be perfect. But to eat an average person's puke, you're really not going to get. Oh, he's probably greedy with it, though. He probably won't give me any oh, of I it. Mean, he's going to want to eat he's it He's going to go right back it at it. You know, you know him. So really, we got to get in there and scoop it up. But, uh, you know, he'll fight you for it. He will. So, uh, you know, it's 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 seldom. Seldom is how I would say how often we do. That. All right. Well, where should we? I mean, what should we start? What do you recommend right, so that we start with? Right now, we have the moldy bread. You guys have seen that. We have the pib extra. I'm going to pour a little bit of the pib extra onto the moldy bread and put it in our plate here. We want this soaked because we want bonus nutrients. We want more reactive stuff. And we do want our stomach to grumble and activate. You know, uh, a lot of times people burp or fart or they'll almost puke after eating. That's fine as long as you don't actually let it go. If you do let it go, you need to get it right back in you. But this is really just going to have extra calories. And what are we going to do with all this extra soda? All right. I got this armadillo here, guys. This is, I cleaned this oh, up. Oh, wow. I've never had an armadillo. You can see it's cross-sectioned here. We have the armor here. Again, don't waste anything. This armor here from the armadillo, once you clean it off, they make great pauldrons. They make great shoes. I mean, Rat Masterson makes all of his shoes out of this. So, well, I got to imagine awesome that eating stuff. armor will make you strong. We're going to sear this here. We got a hot pan going. Okay, there goes the armadillo. You're going to notice that kind of skunky, gamey smell. Oily, funky. It smells almost like, you know, an empty vape cartridge a little bit here that's kind of stinking up the room. Earthy, cumin, uh, mushroom kind of flavors. Uh, and we're going to get a good sear on this. And now we're going to take that soda. All right, and I have a little bit of 2% milk here. We're going to do a milk soda braise for this armadillo here. We're going to cover that up and let that go on high temperature for at least an hour, all right? Now, people might be saying, you know, isn't that counterintuitive to cook out all the armadillo? The armadillo viruses are strong enough to survive whatever type of braise we can get. And again, we're not going super high heat on a lot of these. A braise is going to be a nice general simmer, keep it real, real moist uh, the whole time we're cooking it. Well, what and would you say to um, viewers who can't find armadillo at their grocery store? You know, I would say if you can't get armadillo, right, just whatever they have at the grocery store, whether that's raccoon or possum meat, you know, they'll have that at most grocery stores. Just get raccoon or possum would be fine substitutes. And uh, if you guys don't mind, I know people say they hate this, but there's really no. Let's do a little uh, TV magic here, and I'll show you what the finished product looks like. Oh, sure. All right. I made this earlier, and uh, let's pull this out here. All right. You can wow. see. The little hairs are still there. I'm surprised it didn't. Oh, we out. want the hairs. Again, that's why we keep it braised. We keep a, a little bit of the armadillo out of the liquid. It's going to steam. It's going to cook, so you don't have to worry about this. And you can see the soda and the milk have created this great khaki color. And you can see it's really reduced and really become syrupy and savory. So what we're going to do is we're going to take this armadillo. We're going to slice off. I like to do the neck. So we're going to do the neck and half the face here. We're going to lay that down on the bread. And of course, the reduction, we're going to pour a little bit of that over too. And what else would you need on a sandwich? Well, usually, you know, it's some kind of green, right? People well, go uh, shredded lettuce. You did tell lettuce. us that we were making dirty Lunchables and I can't help but feel like you just braised an armadillo and didn't really put much thought into making these resemble Lunchables in any meaningful way. Well, here's my thought of it. 
we're not a big cheese eating uh, diet. There is no cheese to be eaten. Really? It's just mold, though. A lot of it's mold. But true. this is mold that has been curated in the proteins in a certain way. Um, we'll eat the cheese rind. The cheese rind has been exposed to air, but all of the inside of a cheese wheel has really been isolated from its environment for years. So we're not getting a lot of those good biome nutrients, a lot of those bacteria. The bacteria have been carefully curated and pured, and we don't want that. We want a wide menagerie of, of bacteria. So instead of the cheese... What we're going to do, we have the moldy bread as the cracker. We have the rotisserie armadillo, braised armadillo as the meat base, as our pepperoni or ham slices. And we're going to come over the top with our cheese substitute. This is a reduced algae pond scum that we got off uh, a pond this morning. We're going to cover oh, some water bugs in there. Wow. on top and boom. We have a dirty Lunchable. You're going to eat this as like an open-faced sandwich, but uh, it's a little bit nostalgic. It's something you can get kids to eat, but uh, why don't you guys go ahead and try that? Wow, it smells like a garbage disposal. <laughs> yeah, that's, I, I don't mean to stall for time here because this does look uh, very appetizing, but, you know, I got to say, Danny Baldwin, he compared you to one of his movies he was in um, in a negative way. Uh-oh. I wonder what movie it was. Well, I couldn't say. I couldn't name any of them, but it was what he said didn't sound very nice. Is that it? Yeah. Well, I. All right. Well, let's take a bite. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Now, don't. Is it supposed, supposed to taste yes. bad? Yes, it's supposed to taste bad. And oh, if you get it, don't fight it. Just get. Really does taste so bad. That's so oh, good. Oh, yeah. And this is going to be great. You're going to wake up tomorrow and you're going to be like, I have no runny nose. My head doesn't hurt. I feel sprightly and good. Wow, what it is. It's because your immune system is now on steroids and you can handle anything that gets thrown to you. And I want you guys to try this. We got I got two more things to show you. I know your producer's wrapping up time. I know they're on the phone with Ozzy Osbourne again. I can see them in their head headpiece going crazy. So I'll rush this in before you guys got to go to commercial. Okay, here, this... I'm going to wrap up this stink bug. I got some stink bugs here. I'm going to wrap them up in some newspaper. And what we're going to do, guys, we're going to dip that into this uh, this dirty diaper. And I just want you to try a tip of it there. Just try a tip. It's going to take a lot to chew. But right, paper well, I'll try is anything great. once, I guess. Wow, it really does smell like a dirty oh, diaper. Oh, yeah, wow. big time, big time. That's You went all oh, out Oh, yeah, here. that Rat Masterson wore that himself this morning. So that's the good mm. stuff here. Mm, well, it's pretty bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Oh, it does stink. All right, and I, I got. I don't. Is that the stink bug or the dirty diaper that stinks? <laughs> it's the dirty oh. diaper. It is. Uh, the stink bugs really only get crazy once they get agitated. If you take a clean enough bite, they won't start spraying until they're inside of your stomach. Um, that'll last no. a little bit, but the chemicals are still there anyway, so they're just kind of going to go for it. Um, I got one thing last thing here. This is our deluxe item. I want to do a little bit of pitching before we go to commercial here. Of course, this is some of the our most famous product. This is a little bit of Rat Masterson's poop in a capsule here. Now, this people are paying up upwards of $400 a capsule for, but I'm going to give them to oh, you wow. guys. Can we afford that on our budget, free. David, our producer? No, this is for free. For free. Oh, oh, my God. God. A $400 what a value treat. absolutely free? Now, this if poop... I get anything for $400 for free. I'm going to eat know, it. I hesitate to think what Ozzy would think of me eating this, but heck, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Go for it. I hope it doesn't taste a little batty. 
No, it doesn't. It actually just tastes revolting. It didn't taste like anything. It went down with my mimosa right. really smooth. You guys, just just keep me updated tomorrow, and you can thank me in the morning for how you feel. That poop contains so many HPV viruses, hepatitis, AIDS, herpes. This is, you know, really like a, a stress test for your bio for your, your gut bio. Uh, guys, either it's going to kill you or it's going to make you live forever. It'll be one <laughs> or the other. So. All right. Well, well, you only live once. Yeah. Thank you, you Drew. Me and Leto need to top off our mimosas. This, once again, we've been here with True Goodwin of the Gunt Center. His eight-page books are now available at the Gunt Center. Uh, I just want to thank you again for being here, and everyone can join us tomorrow morning when our guest will be John Voigt who will be here to discuss his new movie, The Baby Geniuses Meet the CEO Baby. Until next time. Goodbye, everyone. Bye.